0: You are listening to a special summer edition of The Forecast. Terrorism has no religion.
1: the trauma only attracted the things that bring the drama overseas yeah we trying to stop terrorism but we still got terrorists there living in the USA hey the bloods and the Crips and the KKK but if you only got love for your own race then you only leave space to discriminate and to discriminate only generates hate and when you hate then you're about to get irate Yeah. yeah What you demonstrate, and that's exactly how anger works and operates. Man, you gotta have love if you set it straight. Take control of your mind and meditate. Let your soul you to the love. People killing people, dying. Just a hope. And you get a right, Would you practice what you preach? So Would you turn the other Father, 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 help us. Send some guidance from above. These people got me, got me questioning. Where well, is the love?
0: and continuing with the forecast special we're into January surveying the months surveying the months of the season looking at our performances on a month by month basis in January we had and you can see this on the graphs um, we had four league games uh, 69,000 cup games where we didn't score a single goal Uh, and in in the league we got three points uh, from three draws and one loss. Um, uh, we actually scored six goals uh, somehow. I don't know, in the league. I'm not quite sure where they they are. Maybe the FA just gave us some, being sorry for us. But uh, uh, we conceded seven goals. Um, and uh, so it was a pretty miserable month. We were getting less than a point a game, three quarters of a point per game that month. We averaged out at. Um, we had uh, in the league Sunderland. United, Swansea and Chelsea. Um, to Sunderland, it um, was a 2-2 draw. United, a 1-1 draw. Swansea uh, at Anfield, we lost 3-2. And Chelsea we drew 1-1 at the end of the month. Uh, Keith, do you want to kick us off for January? No. Misery month?
2: <laughs> <laughs> How come you ask me for the worst month?
0: Okay. Let's <laughs> take a stick and take a air
2: yeah but let's put all this into perspective uh between december and january played 15 games we had numerous injuries mane went off Matip uncertain whether he can play can't play then he had to miss a few games so yeah we we were we 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 actually found out that we weren't didn't have enough strength in depth uh, for for these for these games that came thick and fast in the in the festive season, and basically it buggered up the entire league campaign for us. We were on the back foot at the end of that. You know, in in itself, a one-one draw with Man United away is not a bad result. We should have won. We got robbed there as well. Again, bad officiating, and the one-one draw with Chelsea at home, again, they were flying high at the time, was not a bad result. But in between that uh the 3-2 home loss to Swansea was terrible. Um and uh the the 1-0 home loss to Southampton. Oh that was in the 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 EFL Cup. Uh so yeah, yeah we 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 had uh, yeah we lost the uh the 2-2 away to Sunderland. And I don't know how we lost that one as well. Uh, I think teams had figured us out by then and they were sitting deep trying to hit us on the counter we were tired too many games all in a row our bench looked like puberty on in in one of the prep schools so yeah it it was it was a bad it was a bad month for us um and this and we survived it how i don't know but it was just too many games how can you play nine games in, in 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 one month uh, they've got to look at the scheduling. I know Marino came out, uh, and everybody took cognizance of what he said. But everybody suffers, uh, especially when you 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 you've got the, EF, uh, the 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 League Cup as well as the FA Cup thrown into a busy festive season. You know, it, it it does mean that you have to have two or three complete teams to actually compete properly in these ones.
0: Yep, yep. It's definitely league is definitely a squad game. That's mean game. Um, Christian?
1: Yeah,
3: do you remember
0: January. January, or have you abolished it from your mind?
3: <laughs> I, I have to work hard to get it back into my mind. It's because I, my mind refused to <laughs> get involved with it. But um, it, it effectively ended our title campaign. When we got went into that month with five being five points behind Chelsea and ended up with being 10 points behind. And instead of yeah, and we dropped from the second to the fourth position, and nearly everything went wrong in that uh, that month. Both in the cups, also in the league, you can easily draw against United and uh, both at United and Chelsea, and it's in no way being being bad, not bad resu- bad results, but dropping points against Sunderland and losing at home against Swansea is not, not acceptable. And there went too many things wrong. It was a uh, yeah, a huge, continuous row of, of disappointments, and we will see soon uh, soon later that it continued into February to some, to some extent, and uh, yeah, we have to live with it, but uh, effectively that that, yeah, was a big setback the whole month. Yes, uh,
0: definitely very ugly, very ugly indeed. Christian. I just said it. it. Oh, was sorry. Me. I, mean, Eric. I <laughs> meant I <Jared. laughs>
4: meant. Um, in the course of five weeks, we threw away the league, the FA Cup, and the League Cup. That's January for you.
1: <laughs>
0: Needs no further explanation.
4: No, we just, <laughs> Basically, we threw whatever beautiful we could do this this season. We threw it in the bin. Over the course of five weeks, and that's why nobody has recovered from it. Nobody can say this was a brilliant season. And we got to 76 points. I've looked it up in the last 10 seasons, it would have got us second um, in 15 16, third, fifth, third, third, second, third, fourth, fourth, third. We've our defensive record is the best since uh, the full Kenny season. Um, The points tally is our third in in the Premier League. We've had a brilliant season, but January has been so incredibly gut-wrenching that nobody recovered from it. I mean, if you look at what we did, and the nerves in the last few weeks is all down to this very single month five weeks of absolute horror in front of her eyes. In every single line, our best player was, was unavailable. Martip couldn't play. Henderson couldn't play. Mane were, and Coutinho were unavailable. Jesus Christ, what you take out of that team is is immense. And then hope we, we couldn't use Ojo for some reason. And um, I do think Klopp could have been a bit more adventurous trying something with the young guys. Give Wilson a go. Just see how he did. I mean, he, he played 20 minutes in one of those League Cup or FA Cup games. I think it was the FA Cup game that we won with the Lucas goal. Um, but, you know, you could have used these guys. They aren't bad players. And I think, really, think that we we we, we dropped the ball um, in every single aspect that very month.
2: That's when Klopp actually admitted that he's made a mistake, that he underestimated the physicality, the amount of games, the, uh, the how quickly they came on each other, and that we didn't have a deep enough squad in terms of depth and quality to, to actually cope with the rigours of the Prem, the FA Cup and the League Cup uh, over the festive season. I mean, let's face it, you know, if you're not used to playing 15 games in two months, you, you won't know what impact it has on you. So, yeah, big mistake and he admits it. And he says that, uh, you'd learn from it and hopefully we won't get caught again with like that.
0: Yeah, I think he meant he, he referred to his bench in December. Um, because it was all the kids by then um we had uh, um I mean the re- the injuries really had hit us quite hard as well um and also the guys we had on the sidelines hadn't stepped up or he hadn't used them um so we had the Lallana and Coutinho go out in November we had Matic go out in December um we then lost Mane in January um so uh, we just lost too many key players um, and we just didn't have uh, enough enough players there. We're, in terms of uh, players who were available, we had players. We had a few players actually who did really well in uh, in the previous season in the spring, and um, coming through the second half of the season. The previous uh, the previous season, Sturridge uh, got fixed. You know, Klopp gave him that little mini preseason and brought him on, and he had a really good run for us right through to the end of the season. Arigi came. Um, sorry, not Arigi well yeah Rigi as well he he looked really good he looked absolutely brilliant um, as has been mentioned in the 4-2-3-1 formation he'd um, looked brilliant in the season before and uh, uh, looked like there was no stopping him actually and then um, um, Ojo he played some important roles for us we went to Bournemouth and won you know with uh, some very young sides maybe just Sturridge up front and uh, he, he was really good and should have been able to give us um, should have been able to give us more but for that back injury he got Ruled him out for half a season this time around. Um, Ings, we couldn't really ex- anticipate another season-ending injury from him. Um, so there were four or five players there that should we? I think I think Klopp had a right to expect uh, an input from them this season that uh, hasn't really been there. Um Origi's probably uh, a bit of an exception there because he has done something for us, um, and Emre Chan as well. I and mean, he, you know, because of his injuries and that haven't cleared up until uh, February, basically, um, he couldn't really play a, st- a strong role in, in the whole thing either. Uh, while he struggled with his calf issue, so that's five players that I think Klopp could have reasonably expected a lot more from that we didn't get, um, and I think that could have made quite a bit of difference because that was essentially our depth. Um, so I think we were unfortunate in that sense, um, but. It's 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 difficult to know what you know was the change of style just too much for some of the players to pick up on quickly enough. Um, but uh, in any case, whether it was injury, whether it was uh, uh, form, we just our depth just wasn't there. It, it, it didn't work. Those players just didn't work for us, um, and, and it's a real shame because they're all good players, and we really should be able to rely on them for something. And in those busy months, yeah, you know, that's where you really need them. And, and, actually, th- and of course, I,
2: th- I think the I think the problem that Klopp uh, uh, made and the mistake that Klopp made leading up into December and January, when we were winning games easily, he didn't rest the players and bring on the bench players to give them yeah. the game time. He played. he, he made substitutions late. He, he He played for Mino for ninety minutes. He never brought the guy off. Uh, and, and so the the fringe players and the squad players never got enough game time. When we were battering Watford six one, bring on the youngsters, give them the game time, let them settle in. So when we had to call on them in December and January, they they would have had a bit of uh, miles under the belt uh, and they wouldn't have taken so long to settle in. So I think his substitution policy still frustrates me. He just waits too long to make changes. Uh, And I think he needs to change things a little bit quicker when things aren't going our way.
0: Yeah, definitely a common complaint, isn't it? The the late subs, seeing that right through the season. Um, yeah, but,
4: but also the, the unused subs. I mean, Lucas came on in, in quite a bit of games where you said, what's he going to do? What's he, what What will he get from this? Is it? Is it just you get the note you're still important, you're in my first 14, so uh, keep hanging in there, Luke, we like you, something like that. While, um, you know, 10, 20 minutes for Woodburn, um would have been so much more important than the 10 minutes that Lucas got I mean Lucas will not win you a game when he comes on
0: he
4: will not make it worse he will not make it better um, you know it's it's just oh he's on the pitch okay. well it, <laughs> the young lads no it's not, not Lucas, but I noticed that Lucas has been subbed on quite a lot. I think he's the most subbed on player that we've had this season. Um, but there's quite a couple of players. That, I mean, why not give Moreno a couple of games? This was also the time where, where Milner looked pretty, pretty dire. At times, really struggling, you know, with, with the intensity of the games and, and, and the lack of rest and everything. Why not give Moreno the Swansea game, knowing that you play uh, Southampton in, in in the semi-finals?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, there was a yeah. So we had a, we had people who perhaps weren't stepping up, but then there were options that we did, just didn't use. Um, yeah. And the the Firmino point is a good one actually, because he got that DUI charge uh, just before Christmas, didn't he? Um,
4: oh right, that as well, when he got the burglary. So yeah, he he it he he was mentality, to
0: actually, and his well, form went out the window. It was, yeah. it was, it was awful, wasn't he? For about six weeks, he was absolutely dreadful, um, yeah, and well, uh, yeah, that on top of the injuries. Which it is was okay. like we I had mean, nobody, no key it, players for, were doing anything.
4: No, it's it's okay to, to not have any 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 type of form for a period. You can't be incredibly good for eight nine months. Nobody expects you that. The fact that that club came out and said, well, he's such an important player for us. Um, what he gives us, even while he isn't in form, that's what we need. Well, that's if you're the fourth or, f- or fifth, if you're Origi, if you're Sturridge, if you're Ojo, if you're Wilson or Woodburn, and you hear him say that and, and think, okay, so an out-of-form, completely naked Firmino is still favoured over me that isn't going to give you confidence that the gaffer wants you you know what do you get from that I mean Firmino doesn't doesn't suddenly play better because because the manager comes out and says you're very important you know that because you play every game so for me I did, a club did drop the ball in, in, in a couple of occasions in that period and, and as Keith said a bit earlier as well because um, yeah, you could have given more time to, to different players and maybe Moreno isn't the best player and maybe you, you don't want to bank him in for next season but why didn't he play in, in the South, in the Swansea game knowing that you got that incredibly important Southampton game coming up a few days later why do you keep relying on Milner who's played so many games already in, in a? In a role that he isn't used to. Um, well, we could have done with the pace of uh, of Moreno in the Swansea City game anyway. So, um, yeah, uh, January showed the lack of depth and the lack of understanding from Klopp. So, um, well, if we learn from it and we don't repeat the mistake, um, we're going to have a, a much better se- uh, season next year.
0: Yeah, the uh, I mean, the graph is really stark. If you look at the uh, points per game um, yeah. extrapolated over the season, uh, this part of the graph is really ugly. Um, January's down at 29 points. If you repeat January through the season, it's 29 points. We're relegated.
4: It's one point more <laughs> than Bora.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Still>. And uh, <laughs> February wasn't much better, as, um, which we'll come on to but um yeah there's t- two months there that really uh actually knackered our season in terms of what the potential was um if you just want to take the worst months as opposed to moments in other games which could also make a difference but uh yeah now to have a month where you extrapolate out to 20 29 points for the season is just uh, ugly as hell and it's just it's horrible to look at it, um on a, on a, on a graph it's absolutely yeah. hor- horrendous um those uh, games were two away games and two home games, that was. Um, yeah, the United one, we were robbed. The Sunderland one was annoying, wasn't it? It was the free kick we gave away. We gave away uh, the penalty. We uh, gave away Mane two penalties.
4: It. Clavin was yeah, soft. Times, right. I thought Clavin was absolutely soft. Uh, Mane just does something weird with his hand. He shouldn't do that.
0: Yeah, just fatigue, throws his hand out, and uh, it's a penalty from a free kick. I don't think, I'm not even convinced it was a free kick. I think Defoe just goes over next to Lucas and I don't think Lucas is even a challenging in there uh, um, but um, the yeah, what I was remember not-
2: that uh, yeah he pulled his foot back uh, and it, it, he went to tackle he pulled his foot back and the, the guy went down without being touched yeah I remember yeah, it's that defa- Yeah, it
4: was defa- but, uh, Marvin.
0: what was what was uh, annoying about that game was it was less than 48 hours after the City game um, obviously got an incredibly intense game with City Really, you're really going to burn yourself out doing that. And then less than 48 hours, about 44 hours later, we have to play Sunderland away. Um, and what was even more annoying was that the game wasn't televised. So there was no need for it to be played that day because a lot of other games were actually played the next day. And, um, and I think Chelsea actually didn't play their game until a few days later. Uh, so it was it was really unnecessary. And it's a bit annoying that the Premier League or the TV companies will do this and make teams play games Less than forty-eight hours apart, because um, yeah, you, you're messing about with the integrity of the league and the integrity of the competition, because um, you're just disadvantaging some teams over others. And it's—I know Sunderland had the same break, um, but when we play the game we do against City, you know, where you really have to go balls to the wall, and um, to then get punished in that in that in that sense to have to play that game straight afterwards, and when there's no need because it's not being televised. Uh, it, just, it just irritates you. It's just, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Right, Sky? You know, piss off. Um, your money's making things worse, not better, as far as I can see. But uh, it's... Uh, oh, it was uh, just so so annoying to drop those points as well to a team that gets relegated. Um, the United won... Um, uh, the, the funny thing about the United game, of course, was Paul Pogba... Um, because we just span him around in circles. He didn't know whether he was coming or going. The whole thing was about his emoji, if you remember, Um, uh, because this was at Old Trafford, and they had his emoji on all the advertising boardings, and all the hype was about Paul Pogba, because the media had been absolutely desperate to make everything about Paul Pogba um, for the commercial aspects, you know, because it was the start of the season. The media were all over him, all over Mourinho, all over the £89 million fee, Everything, you know, Sky absolutely loved it because, you know, the TV company's going to love this stuff. All this money, um, all these controversial big names like Mourinho, this massive club, United, going to finally get itself out of the tar pit. Um, and it was it was such a flaccid half-season. And you had United fans wandering around saying, um, after, after the first few games, they had drawn three games. You had United fans literally wandering around saying, well, if we hadn't drawn those three games, that we've drawn we'd be up there fighting with Chelsea you know, as if that somehow was a reasonable argument of, of uh, how they were doing absolutely ridiculous um, the uh, so we absolutely tore Paul Pogger a new one and he ends up spinning around like a, like a spinning top in the penalty box throwing his uh, doing a bit of a dab and giving away a penalty so that was very very satisfying and um- and, it, and eventually it took a, a, poor, a poor linesman a few minutes from the end of the game to uh, ignore an offside from Valencia, and, uh, and they got a goal from it. Um, the linesman really annoyed me because it was a set piece. it was a throw-on, and he just stopped. The linesman just stopped near the corner flag and didn't bother getting into position. Um, it, you know, you would presumably get close. I mean, the first thing you do as a linesman, because you're always rushing up and down the line when there's a set piece, you've got time. And you get yourself into position. And if he had just got into position, he would have just seen the offside. But he, he just stood there by the corner flag, didn't bother doing anything. And so he just didn't 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 catch the offside. And it was like he had switched off and gone home uh, because it was about eighty six minutes um, through the game. And that was just so so annoying. And whenever that happens with United, you always have that second thought of uh, whether it was done deliberately. Um, yeah, because you just. Can't trust me, <sighs> isn't
4: it. Yeah, and why, why this, is it there? wasn't yeah. it their fifth in, in a short space of time or the seventh even. Didn't they have like Yeah, it was, that's seven
0: offside goals.
4: Yeah, was terrible. a little bit of a little bit all gained them points, which is all little bit of a
2: little bit of I would like of a to look. of a little of these types of goals throughout the of season and see who heads the charts who gets the most who a the bit of a that would be an absolutely interesting stat. Where's, where's uh, Tompkins when you need him? <laughs>
4: well, it's going to be easy. I think we would have had four more points against uh, uh, the Manx and, and, and against Spurs.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the Swansea game um, was so annoying because we got back to 2 all, and then to lose it at 3-2 th- uh, was just so bloody annoying. Um but That was yeah. you know, part of our part of our defensive uh, uh, defensive excellence, you know, or whatever it was we call it. Um, but yeah, very very annoying game. I, um, the, it, also, the goals we conceded were, were annoying. Yes, Lorenzo gets a fantastic header, uh, and we can't do anything about it. But you know, we just should have done a lot better. We really have to do a lot better with that, that stuff. But uh, uh, interestingly, if we'd had video replay, uh, the two goals we got in that game wouldn't have stood. Um, I think there were handballs involved. Um, pretty sure there's a handball with Genie. And there might be one with Firmino as well. Oh, man. Any
5: Arabs in the house tonight? Arabs in the house? All right, thank you. Good night. All right. Um... <laughs> what kind of Arab are you? Oh, good. Yeah, you're United. Good. I heard. I don't know if you answered me in Arabic or if you said the country just now. <laughs> One at a time there, fellas. <laughs> what, what are you? What? 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 Libya. Lebanon. Libya, Lebanon, any other L countries? Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> well, just for the record, it, it, you're a stone store away from each other. Listen, I, um... <laughs> Just for the record, my Arab friends, I, uh, I don't do any Arab jokes in my act. It's not that I don't think you're funny. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to die. Um, I can't remember that.
0: Yeah, no, I remember thinking that. Neither of them withstood. Um, uh, uh, but it doesn't make any difference because we conceded three. So <laughs> it was 3-0, 3-2. Um, we lost. Uh, and the Chelsea game was um, uh, Mignolet's first major howler of the year, of the season, with that free kick that David Luiz just rushed past. Yeah, really. you,
2: you, you but, know what? Would he have saved it if he was in position?
0: Well, he wouldn't have if he had been paying attention, Luiz probably wouldn't have taken it that way. That's the thing. It's not that mm-hmm. he would have saved it. But he was looking the other way, talking to somebody else. And, you know, if he'd just been paying attention, then Luiz wouldn't have gone for it, uh, I don't think. Um, so that, yes, yeah, so a big mistake from him, um, and uh, uh, an excellent goal from Genie again, a headed goal from in the six-yard box. A great uh, Milner did really, really well yeah. to head the ball back across, and uh, well finished. It was a, an excellent goal.
4: I think when when was the um, the moment where Lalana really missed that incredibly sitter? I just not hitting the ball. In my in my head, it's
0: that game. Oh, sorry, that was City. That was City. We forgot that. Right? Yeah, the last yep, day of City. the year. Um, oh right, uh, last December. Oh my God. Yeah, Firmino he heads the ball back across, doesn't he? And then goes yes. onto his knees. If
3: He's he starts if he to it's December, goal. it's. I think it's. It, I think it is the. It has been the the March game.
4: Was it the March game? Could be. Oh, anyway. I think we, we missed a great mm. opportunity. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, to sorry, to you're win sorry. against sorry. Chelsea as well. Mm. I, I remember missing a great opportunity in, in the Chelsea game. Don't know who it was. I,
3: Definitely.
4: I, I think it was Lalan as well. Um, well,
0: Chelsea.
4: Know, not, I do t- Taking four points from a team that gets you 91 or 92 points, which is unparalleled. 93, even which is unparalleled in, yeah. in in the Premier League, is is no small feat.
0: And yeah, I mean, you got to remember yeah. Costa missed a penalty as well. Um, uh, so yeah, Matip gave away a penalty. He's having to run back, and there there are a couple of question marks about Matip under pressure. Um, but i have not really noticed it so much myself, but uh, I've heard it said. Um, he can make mistakes under pressure. Um, the, yeah. uh
4: but which defender doesn't? Yeah, exactly. I was just I mean, about to Lu- say the same We've thing. all seen Louise in, in a four-man defence being an absolute mockery. Uh, Cahill uh, at the start of the season in, in the, in the four-man, uh, he was an absolute bell-end. He, he got called out of <laughs> possession time and again. You start whining that the referee needed to protect him while he did everything wrong that he could do wrong. So, none of these lads... Uh, without questions, all of these guys will make a mistake. How many sending offs doesn't Ramos get? And people say Ramos is one of the best defenders in the world. And he gets sent off like like four or five times a season.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: Or at least it feels like that. But, you know, all these guys make mistakes. And, and so, Marty has one or two, not well, two, basically, given away the penalty, which I don't think was a penalty, but it, it's given these days. So, you get yeah. them as well. So fair enough. I don't think you should be given those because it's an attacker who's run out of options. And all he does is find a leg and goes over. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what he does. And well, he's very,
0: very, clever. Is very clever.
4: Yeah. But all in all, it's, it's in, in hand ball. Um, that's an attacking foul because all you did was try to get, uh, a penalty and nothing more. And that's an attacking foul. So, um, but fair enough, they're given... Um, so, Marty made two or three mistakes over the course of the season. That's, that's fucking great. If that's all... Oh, yeah,
0: no, no, I'm not mocking I'm not him. So, him. So, no, no,
4: I, I, I know you are, but maybe people who listen do. And just all these guys make mistakes. The best defenders in the world, Gordine, they all make them. I mean, we've scored three against... side the the AC Milan in in which one of the best defensive teams ever um, to to, uh, the team we've ever seen you know and and we we put three against them so even big players make mistakes over the course of the season you can't be perfect 50-60 games a year so Matip's been brilliant for us um yeah, he, he makes the mistake there, to to give Costa the option to go for a penalty. But um, well, you know that's that's what Costa does, isn't it? And he's fucking good eh, at yeah. it as well.
2: Yeah. I, um, nasty. So I think. As well.
0: I, I, I well, for a lot of the season, I thought Costa was as good as anybody in the world. You know, I mean, he's just doing such a good job for Chelsea. He always tails off a bit in the spring. It's such a long season, but. Uh, no, he was very... very I, he he was doing a lot less of the, the uh, unpleasantries this, this year. He seemed to you know, put his head down and get on with, with business. Um, and it really showed. Um, I think yeah. uh, we did create a few chances that game. Um, but uh, you know, Firmino was out of form and snatched at a couple, I think. and uh, I don't remember the Lana one. But we did create a few chances, just didn't put them away. Chelsea should probably have won, given that they got that penalty. Um, but we could have won it. Um, we weren't at full strength. We still matched them, um, you know. And it's you know, it's just we just reinforced the fact that we do a decent job against the big teams. This was our worst month, and uh, you know, United got nothing from us, or got a point, and, and Chelsea only got a point as well. So, you know, it's uh, that, that, that's good things. It's just the uh, it's just the points total that makes for a very ugly reading. Um, so, I think. A, Good uh, good to leave January behind, I think. Um,
2: February's not much better.
5: <laughs> Should we <laughs>
0: shoot, shoot straight into February and get it over as quickly as possible? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Who wants to kick us off then? I uh, thought we've got uh, three games played. Uh, we won one and lost two. That's three points. Um, so having got a... Got a uh, season average of 29 points in January we got the grand total of uh, a season average of 38 points in February so uh, there's the two months that really did kill our season um, what was our goals I think we we um, we scored three conceded five uh, so we had Hull we went away to Hull uh, our, probably our least favourite ground to visit in football Um Home to Spurs, and um, we had Leicester as well, which I think was away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure was, that was away. Uh, so, who wants to kick us off for February?
4: Well, I'll, I'll have a go. Um, we've been a bit unfortunate that we've had the new manager bounce in quite a lot of games. You have talking about luck, which we were talking about in, in, in the month of August. Um, you need to have that bit of luck as well. I mean, we didn't play the... Um, what's the American who, who was in charge of Swansea? Tom Bradley. Yeah. We we didn't face his Swansea. No, we had the Swansea from the fella who took over, who, who showed it up, who did well, and, and got them playing and, and gave them that confidence. They really had the new manager bounce. Hull had the new manager bounce. Leicester... Um, you know they were criticized for the entire week because they sacked granieri. those guys were pumped up um, you know that we've had quite a lot of those games where they needed the win where they needed a performance and and we so happened to be the next kelp they could get um, and we were a bit more vulnerable and they were fired up. And, and that really showed. I think the Spurs game, we showed that we were absolutely better than them. Um, the only thing is that we aren't that good against the smaller sides of Spurs. That's, that's the only difference. We're a better team than Spurs. We're just not a better squad than Spurs. Which I think will help a lot. If you compare them, um, they've got Ericsson in the middle, and he's the brain of the team. And our brain of the team is usually used left wide, which is what okay, Which is okay in, in against the top sides because there's room to play. Um, you know they will play with a high line as well. If you if you play Arsenal and Spurs, they will want to have the ball as well. And, and City, they will want to have the ball. Um, so you get this open, free-flowing game, and it doesn't really matter where Coutinho starts. But in those games where they know they need to shore it up, keep it tight, and and use their width, and and let us have none of ours because we don't have the natural width. Um, that's where we need a an Ericsson <coughs> through the middle, and Coutinho can can very much do that. Um, so yeah, going back to August, we need the width. We lack the width in this period as well. Um, Paul Lambert came out in oh yeah, well, we thought we uh. We might tie it up in the at, at the back and just hit hit them long. We thought that would work. No shit, Sherlock. That's the only way that we've been losing all, all season. But it happened too much, you know. Plymouth tried it because obviously they weren't good enough up front um, to win. But they did it as well with two horrible games. But you know, uh, they did well, they got the replay and replay was just one nail so Plymouth are happy with it. But all in all, um, we've been terribly unlucky with the new manager bounce in that period as well. So that's February for me. Two, two new manager bounces and us being mustered in the top side against the topside.
0: Yep. Yep, ugliness continues. Um, Keith, February.
2: Well... Let's face it, uh, after the January episodes and Viesca, the, the teams uh, figured out how to beat Liverpool, especially the bottom half of the table, teams that didn't want to play against us. You come and play against Liverpool, you get beaten, as did Spurs that, 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 that in February 2-0. So all the teams did was sit back, frustrate us and hit us on the break. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, the the two new manager bounces was was a big contributing factor. Because let's face it, Leicester has been shut up to up to that point, and, and as as it had been, and uh, we suffered from that. But they just sat deep, made it uh, made it very compact and narrow, and uh, we couldn't play our way through because we had no wh- we had Milner plodding down the one side, and uh, Mane wasn't there yet. Uh, so yeah, it was very very frustrating, uh, February. Um, decent win over Tottenham, um, but uh, yeah, that uh, that that uh, myth started to take hold that uh, we can't beat the smaller teams, and that gave these teams much more confidence coming in against us to sit back and frustrate us.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, ugly, ugly, Mister um, oh, Christian.
3: Yeah, we have to get through this, haven't we? <laughs> um, February. It's all it's all right um, and true with uh, what both Eric and uh, Keith said about um, the changes of of uh, coaches or managers in uh, the teams we had to play. But let's face it, we were not good enough. Yeah, we we would have easily beaten both teams, both Hull and even Leicester City, if we were would have been up to, yeah, up to our strength, and we couldn't. We didn't that da- we didn't do that. We were very poor. The whole team was very poor th- through both months January and February. And if you what what made it most um disappointing to me was the fact that in February we only had to play three games. We had got to <laughs> rid ourselves of both cup competitions. And so we had to play only once a week. And still we played shite. And um Yeah, that was usually disappointing. We ended the month up with being 14 points behind Chelsea and there was no further illusion about any chances to compete with them. So um, it was finally February where we gave it all away. And um, yeah, from there we only have to review more beautiful months than before. (laughs) Well, certainly not as ugly. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, the whole the whole game, um that was the uh, that was a, a half mistake from Mignolet in that game. Um he goes up to catch the ball and the, and the attacker gets in and managed to basically head it out, uh, head it into the goal from there. Um, Henderson doesn't help. He he's 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 there marking, but he doesn't jump, so he didn't, doesn't don't make any challenge and that allows the guy to come in and challenge Mignolet and he gets a goal out of it. Um and then, uh, yeah, and then we're kind of a little bit lost for our ideas. They sit deep and get another one on the break. Um, and we just couldn't break them down. So, yeah, we, we hate, I'm so pleased they've been relegated because we just don't do well going up to Hull and playing over there. We, we simply don't, we hate that stadium. If you remember uh, uh, that, uh, our 13-14 our title challenge season um, where we thrashed Spurs, what, 5-0 or 5-1 or, or with, when Flanagan scored? And um, the game before that was a 3 1 loss to Hull up at their place. You know, so it was, I just remember that because it's the same fixture arrangement there with your Hull and Spurs. And um, yeah, we just do not like playing at their place. And I don't know what it is. So I'm quite pleased they're not there um, next season for us because I'd be absolutely convinced I'd probably put money on us losing up there again. Um, yeah, and yeah, unless was a shit show as well. Um, and a lot of problems with trying, you know, trying to push up all the time in defence. You know, you push up when a team's got runners, so they're just going to run past you. you know. And um, good good forwards will beat the offside trap. Or they'll certainly beat it sooner or later. And um, So, yeah, it was just a, a shit show. And then, of course, when things go badly, everything goes badly and um, Drinkwater scores a, an absolutely uh, wonderful strike from outside the box. it's uh, an absolute screamer that goes in. Um, but that's partly because we, we, we seem to continue to try to clear centrally. Uh, you know Clearing central centrally is so dangerous because the ball always comes back in in an unpredictable way. And whereas if you clear it out to the side, even if it doesn't make any uh, uh, vertical distance, any distance up the pitch, um, there has to be some kind of cross or something. Um, so you've got that much more time to deal with the ball if it comes back in. But we often clear it out centrally and we uh, and water gets a, gets a screamer I don't know if anyone remembers the Everton game last season where Jagielka Jagielka scores a screamer as well in the last season um, and again that's another clearance out to the middle uh, it just invites people to do things and uh, so things happen um, the Spurs game was good uh, Mane wasn't uh, uh, refreshed enough to come on against Hull it might come on in the last five minutes or something in that game um, but, uh, of course, it, he uh, really showed up against Spurs. Um, and uh, it was absolutely brilliant. It was just wonderful the way he just took them apart. Um, the way he made Eric Dyer look like a complete idiot. Um, just nicked the ball off him and just left him dazed. So that was really wonderful. Uh, great to have him back. We were still struggling for form. Firmino and Coutinho were still not great. Firmino had suffered from being moved out wide or whether it was his problems... Uh, uh, in his private life or whether it was not having Coutinho he was he was really um, struggling so uh, our front line was a bit of a problem and our creativity was a bit of a problem um, other than the Spurs game Uh, yeah so January and February horrible 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 uh, six points out of two months we won uh, out of those two months out of seven games. So it shows you how bad it was. Six points from 21 in January and February. Uh, So we can leave that behind. We shall leave February behind and uh, um, move through to March. So, Forecast Special continues with our season review. We're into March. We have three games played. We win seven points out of possible nine. That is another season. Extrapolated out would be eighty-nine points uh, for the season. We have uh, uh, we score six, concede three. We play Arsenal at home. We have Burnley at home, and we have City. I think that's City away. We have yeah, yeah, City yeah. City away. Two wins against Arsenal, and Burnley, and a draw against City. Uh, who would like to kick us off, Christian?
3: Yeah, good months. <laughs> it was much be- much better, and we all had to had to recover, and still were in rehabilitation <laughs> from the from the um, two months uh, preceding. And um, Arsenal was very good, and some sort of a key win, and also Burnley that we could overcome Burnley behind. Okay, it was at Anfield, but somehow we did it, and just to uh, just to get that win um was very important I think for the psychological boost. Yeah. After all those everlasting day by day reports about how bad we were and how struggle we were struggling against the bus parking low yeah um yeah low table teams. I mean that was um very difficult to endure I have to I have to say this this everlasting yeah it was not just a, it was not really a myth. We had problems, but it was extremely exaggerated and it was good to get rid of one of those teams by another and finish them off and get the points and full stop. And the Chelsea, of course, I mean, the, the last game was uh, City. Yeah, with 1-1. One, one. Yep. At, at yep. yeah, away. So it was OK. It was a good, good finish. Um, City were in very good form. They were very much dominating, trying everything. But we were again, like in the um, end of the of December game, we were defending really well. So we showed we were really good at defending. Yeah, because there was another myth that was brought up by the media um, week in week out, but we could. And um, Chelsea is a really challenging opponent and um, we did extremely well. They had some chances. We had a, good, a lot of good chances as well. So when um, we were on ice height, as I would say, and uh, it was a good um, the finish of, of a very good and uh, much-improving month.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, of the 42 goals we conceded this season, three games account for 10 goals. It was basically a quarter of the goals we lost in three games. So it does show that improvements should definitely
2: be possible. Uh, Keith, March. Yeah, listen, it got us back on track, didn't it? After after the December, which wasn't that bad, then the disasters January and February, March was a, it sort of got us back on track and we were thinking... Top four, possibly top three, maybe to- even top two if Spurs falter. Um, a good win against Arsenal. Yeah, listen, I don't care how how anybody says that Wenger is this, Wenger is that. Beating an Arsenal team comprehensively is always a good win. Uh, yes, we we was we should have won, uh, and we did win against Burnley. It would have been disastrous if we if we actually lost at home to Burnley. Uh, Again, three teams, uh, three games in the, in the month gave us time to rest, get the, t- the players fit, and, 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 and firing for one game a week. So we're back there. Then going away to City, who were flying high at that moment. They really were flying high uh, and picking up points. Uh, that one, one old draw against uh, City at the Etihad was a very, very good result because um, uh, they had been blattering teams at home. And I think, I think we had the better half of the game against City uh, as well Uh, again it showed that we can play against the top half of the table but struggle against the bottom half so I was fairly pleased with March and sort of lowered all our expectations because of what happened and thinking okay let's finish comfortably in the top three and it will be a success of a season yeah until April came along yep
0: the um uh, yeah, definitely had to uh, grind out that win against Burnley. Um, Eric, March,
4: great month. Back on track. A lot more fluidity. Um, all the games don't really ring a bell anymore. I sh- really should look them up. Um, <laughs> you know they're there. Uh, we've seen them. We've we've won them. Fair and square. I thought the city game. I remember that being a very good game again, and and one one was was fine. That quality, weird quality.
3: <clears throat> there was one defi- Sorry if I interrupt, but there was one defining oh. moment in the in the Arsenal game when Martip um, intercepted um, a shot. Yeah. All oh, right. There was a the lead block. Right? Yeah. yeah. A brilliant brilliant good. block Lalana takes over in midfield t- makes another turn to, to keep Origi out of uh, offside plays out to him and uh, then um, I think it's, it's Wijnaldum who rushes in in the middle whilst Origi brings the, the cross from, from the right side and uh, the fantastic finish from Wijnaldum it was a great counter to, um, to score the third instead of conceding the equaliser defining moment, very good game so that was one, one thing that, that comes back to my mind when I think about those games and you're saying, oh, I can't remember, I <laughs> have to have another beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It was a great, it was a great right. move, I hope. That
4: Lallana moment, that, the, the, the block yeah. of Martip was was pure class, and then Lallana the making that stop and go, and then that pass, yeah, that was, that was really great.
0: Is yeah. that the first yeah. time L- Lana has done a pirouette, and it actually helped? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a very ple- pleas- pleasurable the Arsenal game. It was a very, very enjoyable, um, and it kind of uh, keeps their reputation up of being a, a great team to play against. Um, <laughs> yep. The Burnley game was horrible, actually. Um, uh, again, uh, tar- targeting. We get our left side targeted and they get a pass in behind Clavin between the centre-back and Clavin um, and, uh, and they get a goal from it and they give us a bit of work to do. Um, the City game was the one that we mentioned before where Lalana misses that absolute City from, from four yards out. Um, Terrible. Oh, my goodness. But uh, it was a notable game because of the intensity. It was, that was the most intense game of the season right through the league. It wasn't a game that matched it. it both we, should, we, could have,
2: we, we, we could have won that game. The City game, we could have won.
0: We could have, yeah. yeah. Um, it, and I think, you know, when you have such intensity, that's when some of those mistakes happen, you know, and, the, and fluffing a sitter. It's just one of those things. Is, you know, you can't get everything right. And when you're playing at absolute maximum, which I think both teams were, um that's, you know, some of those things happen from time to time. But uh, I mean,
4: it's, I'm look, looking uh, at it now, the Lalana miss—that was indeed oh, the one-one. No.
3: Don't do it to yourself. The one-one. <laughs> that we
4: absolutely? <laughs> if
3: uh, we score
4: that one, if we score that I mean, one, we finish. Go, we, we finish a ball.
3: Exactly, exactly. But, third place. But, but, with that. To be th- to be to be perfectly honest, Aguero had some very good, very decent chances as well. In that game,
2: he did. He did. Yeah, he he, was, he fluffed a couple as well.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I was happy uh, with one-one away to City.
3: Yeah, we the that Right. right. Yeah. A couple of okay. John um from uh, I I don't, can't remember if it was the Guardian or the Telegraph uh, were about to choose to to choose that one that one game as their game of the season. The one-one against City at their own stadium.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. the Chelsea game at uh, Anfield was very intense as well, I have to say. Uh, mm. were, at the end of the game, there were players from both sides just all flat on their backs on the pitch. They'd absolutely run their run themselves out.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's March. Uh, that's March where uh, we got seven points from nine. Uh, Average is an 89-point finish for the season. So we were back up in good, healthy numbers there. Um and we move on to April. So continuing with the forecast special and the season review, we're almost to the end of the season. We have April um, coming out. It was actually quite a busy month, it turned out to be. It was a five-game month uh, in the league. And uh, we won three, uh, drew, drew one and lost one. Um, we had uh, uh, three home games and two away games. We were into the running here. Uh, the teams we had left uh, were all outside the, uh, the, the top six, um, Everton being the highest placed. Uh, so we had Everton, Bournemouth and Stoke. We had Everton and uh, – I'm trying to think where Everton was. Was, it, was it Everton home or away? Uh, but anyway, we it, was home. it was
3: home. It was home. Everton was so home.
0: Yeah, we had Everton and Bournemouth at home. We had Stoke and Westbourne away and we had uh, Crystal Palace at home to finish April off. Um, we got 10 points out of 12. Uh, sorry, 10 points out of 15, I should say. That's two points per game, uh, which equates to a 76-point finish. Uh, so if we repeated that month, uh, win three, draw one, lose one. we drew that right through the season, you finished where we did with 76 points. Um, yes. So we started the month with a 3-1. <laughs> so
2: symptomatic of our season.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We started the month with a 3-1 victory with Everton. We scored nine, conceded six
2: in the season. Keith, can you remember April? Yep, I did. Because it started off with a great, after the City game, we had a, we had a really, really great 3-1 win against Everton at home. And, and listen, there's nothing better than beating the Bitters. You know, you've got to, you know, you've got to, you've got to take a lot of joy from giving Everton a bit of a hiding. And that was great. And just as soon as we get back on track, we think, OK, a great 1-1 win against City, a great 3-1 win. Bournemouth come into town and we draw 2-2. And they're all, oh, here it goes again, goes again. And then 2-1 away at Stoke. Stoke. You know, I don't mind playing Stoke. It's not the Stoke of purest days. Stoke under Hughes trying to play football, which plays into our strengths. So it's always a good game for us against Stoke, and we won that one fairly comfortably. I was a little bit worried going to West Brom. Uh, I must admit, away to West Brom, I thought, ooh, that could be a little bit of a tricky. It actually turned out to be, even though the scoreline doesn't suggest it, a decent win, a 1-0. And I think it was fairly comfortable from what I remember. And then I thought, okay, top four guaranteed with all the run-ins left. We got Palace, who was shipping goals. We got Watford, Southampton, West Ham, Middlesbrough, done deal. And then we get back home and we, and it's just, isn't it just par for the course? We get beaten by Palace, 2-1 at home. And Benteki scores both goals. Um, it sort of was written in the stars, wasn't it? Um, and then, sort of, all those negative thoughts come back in. Have we blown it? Have we done this? Have we done that? United started coming up. Arsenal started be playing a lot better. City were going uh, were going great guns, and all those negative thoughts started creeping up, and the and the thing fingernail biting and nail chewing. Uh, yeah, it not great, not great. So it was a mixed bag, but to, uh, you know, to lose to to Palace at the end was was a downer.
0: Yeah, yeah. we um, yeah, a couple of annoying points of that month. Uh Christian
3: April. Yeah. Um I mean the regular win over Everton, I mean that <laughs> was already in the calculation. Um uh, no, it was 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 a good win. I mean, um with money opening the scoring very early and uh, so we were on track very early. But the problem that he, the Everton players yeah, were really after the bones of our players, that was really concerning. And <clears throat> I mean, that caused Mane's injuries, finally. Mane's injury. And uh, that was not really great, the overall experience from that game. And it, I mean, it cost us dearly um, later onwards without Mane having to finish the season. Bournemouth 2-2 um, conceding in the last, I think five minutes, ten minutes of the game. Again, the usual disappointment. Stoke, it was not like he said. It was not um, something that played in our hands, that they were more open in play, because we had our second string on the pitch with uh, Woodburn uh, leading the line. And uh, as Milner, uh, uh, James Milner admitted after the game, we um, that they might have, have not really supported the youngsters properly. properly. And um, so, with this switch at half time to bring both Firmino and Coutinho on, that changed the game and were two fantastic goals. But it wasn't easy. It was a really tight, tight affair. Um, but winning there, just winning there, that was really great to overcome the spell. And West Brom, yes, yeah, we win with the set piece. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, that was, Exper-
0: that was brilliant, but- wasn't it?
3: very good experience and it seems all leading to a very nice end of the month and we really managed to lose against palace and even at home at that yeah say more experienced stage of being club at the club being at the club with two Benteke goals i mean that's utter rubbish ridiculous so yeah uh, that brings liverpool supporters from one up to the next down and that's how we finished the month.
0: Yeah, not knowing what to think. Yeah, uh, Eric, April.
4: Stoke, second half, gave us a glimpse of what Klopp can do when he's got the quality on the bench to change a game. It, it showed that he wasn't afraid to correct his mistakes. Too many times this season we've seen him Change something. Try something. Um have a good talk. Um, uh, see that they did a bit better after an abysmal first half or a poor first half. And then the first 10, 15 minutes they did better. Um and and he still waited 15 minutes longer to, to change stuff. And at Stoke, he just said, Okay, this isn't happening. Um I need to bring on good players. And he had them on the bench. He so, um, gave a bit of a glimpse that if he has the quality on the bench to change a game, he will use it whenever. Um, you know, They gave me the idea that he could do it after 20 minutes into a game, saying, hold on, I got this shit wrong. Fix it. So um, that was nice about Stoke. It was also the moment where I thought, okay, we." I, I've said... Champions League with our eyes closed all game long. Um, uh, that was the first game that I actually believed that. I thought if we can get can come away from 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 being one 0 down and you know, turn it turn it around, um, we got this. We got this in the back. We got that good feel about ourselves. Again, you know, we've got the three amigos up front again. And, Everything's going to be fine from now on. We sort this out. Um, Palace, I wasn't too downhearted by it because, you know, it's it's one of them. They do what they do best, and their best is the thing that we hate the most. So that happens.
0: And it wasn't very pleasant at all. Yeah, the... Uh... Uh, it, it wasn't I mean, pleasant.
4: It wasn't pleasant, and uh, it annoyed me greatly that it was. Um, it was Fat Sam, but um, the game in itself didn't bother me. That was really one of them. If you go on uh, into a good season, you will lose a good. You will lose a game. This is one of those games that you can lose. So yeah, that happens. You're a, maybe a bit too cocky. You're maybe a bit too confident. Um, you know, but that's it. Um, there will be a team where you go to, or they will come to you, and do encounter everything that you do well, and 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 bring something that you don't like to counter.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, no, the past game for me was complacency. You know, we were just brain dead. That's why we lost that game. It wasn't anything else. So. Wasn't one we should have lost, um, you know, uh, not with uh, Senor Aladici's mystical tactics. Um, yeah, no, that was very, very annoying. And and you know, the goals conceded in the Bournemouth game and Stoke uh, were just ugly goals to concede. They were really bad goals to concede. Cheap, nasty goals. I think the thing that um, I took from this period was the. Uh, Uh, Clock came out in the presser and said, We have to forget about playing the Liverpool way. And this was down to after the Everton game, we'd lost Marnie to that injury. um, And it was, you know, he he was really down on options. I think Lana was injured at this point as well, I've got a feeling. There had been an international game, I think, as well, at some point, and Lana got injured again on that. Um, The. The blessing of the international break was that uh, Coutinho came back in form. It obviously gave him a nice big lift. Uh, yeah,
4: he yeah, he was injured.
2: Yeah, uh, he was didn't, injured. He didn't play against Bournemouth. Yeah, and... Uh,
0: um, he had, and he had he, signed
4: a new deal. No, it was the travel. He wasn't injured. It was the travelling from, uh, from, from Brazil. They're
3: just...
0: Uh, I think we're talking about Lallana being injured, aren't we? Lallana. Oh,
3: Lallana. Lallana, okay. Lallana, Lallana oh. was injured. Sturridge.
0: Henderson, my name. yeah, yeah, and we've actually skipped over where Henderson actually left the team, or uh, suddenly was not available. I can't actually remember when it happened. Now, it, I think it was probably February or something.
4: I think he went off in the in the, um, in the Sunderland game.
0: In well, what, was it the international that
4: break?
0: No, okay. it wasn't the international break, but it was. It, yeah, we, we, we managed to skip over that. I can't remember when it was. Summonal. Someone will put it in the comments, I'm sure. Um, but the, the, the important thing was what Klopp said at the presser. He said, we have to forget about playing the Liverpool way because he had lost so many players. Um, and uh, we had all these mid-table teams uh, to, to compete against to, for the running. Um, and these are the teams that we concede silly goals to. Uh, and we had to get through, we had to get over the line somehow. So it wasn't only be about playing pretty football. It was about getting the results. And... Um, to his credit, uh, all of those games, Bournemouth, Stoke, West Brom Palace and th- through uh, through May as well, um, we were in a position to win all of those games within the games, except Stoke where we went behind, first of all. But we didn't go behind in any of the other games. Um, we actually went ahead in the other games. So we could have we could have won those games. We had the ability. We had it uh, get in our hands to actually win out on that line. Um and I think and that was interesting because we changed the way we played yeah, because of the uh, personnel we had left. Um, we changed the, the, that style, and we tried to grind out wins, and it was going well. We just gave away stupid goals in uh, Bournemouth and Stoke and Palace, you know, and that's what really hurt us. Uh, there were, those home games with Bournemouth and Palace really, uh, really didn't do us any favors at all. And just we just dropped points we didn't need to drop, um, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, and it also applies to uh, the Southampton game that came in May, where we had the penalty and we could have won that as well. So, you know, Klopp's, Klopp's thinking, whatever it was he was doing, uh, it was actually working. We just couldn't defend to make it a nice, comfortable run, uh, and then shatter all the myths about playing the table teams. Other than that, uh, yeah, the uh, West Brom set piece goal was fantastic with Lucas flicking the header over and Firmino being his usual attentive genius self and getting the goal absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, beautiful goals of Stoke. Uh, that thunder cracker from from Firmino was absolutely brilliant, and well, I think it sort of woke him up for the rest of the season. I think.
2: Um, but- yeah, yeah. Up until then, he had been sort of a bit anonymous. Uh, that, that goal did bring him to life. It really did.
0: Yeah. Um, and the Bournemouth game was uh, annoying. It was, again, there was the clearance out to the middle, which resulted in a really rubbish shot coming back into the box, which ended up just falling to uh, King, Josh King's feet. Um, uh, and then he dribbled around for about 10 minutes, got claven dizzy, and then kicked in the net.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting, uh, getting yeah. one point. Against Bournemouth, kind of sums up yeah. the season. Getting four one point points, getting four points from a record champion. Yeah, and and, and one point from from Bournemouth. That right, basically, is is our season. Yeah, we, we could have stopped there. Would have been the best content, but <laughs> <laughs> it's quite summary.
0: Yeah. So that was April, 10 points from 15. That was two points out of three, if you like, which is the 76-point finish, uh, which is always given a fourth-place finish. Um, And that's April.
1: Ariana, we all want to say thank you to you for being so strong and so wonderful. And uh, you've been singing a lot for us, so I think we in Britain want to sing for you. This is called Don't Go Back in Anger, and this is from us to... to, uh,